being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Question of the day, best vehicle Invention, Scott and Broomfield said four-wheel drive. I will second that. Definitely. And the Hemi head engine as well. So two good ones. So that's the question of the day. You can text those in as well if you'd like, 307-200-8222, or call us, 303-477-5600. All right, Bob, continue on with your squirrels. <laughs> okay. Um, so first of all, your your thought on trapping the squirrels in, like I have a heart trap or that, and putting them on a different piece of property, that's a great means. That works really good. Something else that you can do while you have them trapped is turn on the water hose. Oh, and water. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not suggesting waterboarding them. I'm just saying, <laughs> kind of. <I> <laughs> but, 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 Teaching them a lesson, basically, right? You don't want to drown them, but you want to add, while you're doing that, if you have a tin can with rocks in it, shake that tin can and beat it on the side of the cage. Ah. In other words, we're traumatizing them so they just don't want to come back there. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Makes sense. And, you know, and the other way, like with the lady that has them high up into the tree, um, I have squirrels, and typically they'll eat some little branches, but really they don't do a whole lot of damage, but they can. They can destroy a whole branch. They can. But if you get a high-pressure water nozzle and put it on a hose, you can actually get them way high up in the tree. And uh, I actually adapted a piece of half-inch copper that fits onto my hose with a high-pressure water nozzle, and I can get probably 40, 45 feet up in the air. And, you know, squirrels get blasted with water, they learn. True. And if you see them starting to build a nest, blast the nest True. with water. Somebody and else had said, good- too, Bob, along those lines, I might as well mention this while we're talking about this, if it's a single tree where they can't jump from tree to tree, you can wrap tin you know, the, the smooth tin around the, the bottom base. of the tree as well, and they can't climb it that way to begin with. Makes sense. Uh, yep, absolutely. That works real good. That works real good. So that's another, so and I forgot the, about that. So that's another good one you can do. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. And yeah, the final point I, I live in Lakewood, and, you know, I, a lot of people, you know, talk about getting BB guns and everything. Boy, you should have BB. Lakewood is like, you can't do, do anything. You better be careful. Throwing, that's right, Bob. Even throwing a rock in like that. That's right. No, Bob, you are, you, if, when it comes to some, especially some of the high powered air rifles where it'll sound like a regular 22 uh, because they're breaking the sound barrier, right. that's where the noise comes from. You got to be careful on those. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You sure do. Yep. All right, John. Hey, again. Well, hey, I, thanks, I Bob. You bet. Thank you. Appreciate guys. you very much. No, those that's all great advice. Thank you. And I didn't think about the tin can and water on yeah, once you trap the squirrel. Just make, yeah. First. I think the greatest invention that they ever made in automobiles was the automatic transmission. Can't argue that. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who who wants to debate it, 
sit in bumper no, to bumper traffic. No, you uh, you know what? I, you know, given given the fact that they only sell about two percent of all cars now with a standard mm, transmission, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that kind of speaks for itself, actually. Yeah, right. Well, military yeah. and everything else, yeah. all those vehicles yeah. have gone that way. Well, so, even yeah. a lot of the over the road trucks now, John, are automatics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything's gone to automatic just because. I mean, how back in the day, how many clutches did you replace? A lot. I mean, yeah, a lot were, of money doing clutches. You're right. Yeah, there's a lot. I loved them. <laughs> depending on what the guy they didn't know how to drive it, it was even better. Depending on what they were on, you know. There were yeah, some vehicles, some John, where you literally would do a clutch, and depending upon if it was a young driver or oh, what yeah. have you, uh-huh. uh, I, and I could do a clutch, and sometimes three months later, do it again. Yep, exactly. And there's no warranty. Oh, I loved every that's minute. That's right, of it. exactly. Well, you that second see. time around was really fast. Yeah. <laughs> you you can see those <laughs> the, the blue flywheel and the that's and the right. springs all blown Made out of it really the fast. Pressure plate yeah exactly i had one just a quick story i had one one time it was a young, younger kid and his you know dad brought it in we did a clutch and i'm not exaggerating we we guy picked this up and guy and his kid picked this up on friday night it was back monday <laughs> wanting to be warranted and i said well i'll tell you what i'll take a look at it if there's anything we did wrong of course we'll take a look and sure. we'll warranty got that thing apart and literally he was out drag racing all weekend long you're right and that's the only reason we had to do it again it was blue i could see yeah, I, exactly. I said okay let me come on Excess down heat yeah. and this was before the day of texting and pictures and cell sure. phones and all that uh-huh. i said come on down I'll have you have a look at this, and we'll have a little lesson with your son because no, there's no warranty here. That's right. That's he is drag racing all yeah, weekend. Exactly. Between that yeah. and the tire in the back, I can tell you what's been going on. <laughs> See all this on. rubber on the fender? <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, it still had yeah. the rubber in the wheel well, John. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyways. Exactly. But I still love hey, my manual hey, John, transmission. Would, oh, I mean, I had the you, a douche and a half in the Army with. When you had to change one of those clusters, it was a nightmare because it probably hadn't been done in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, they would last even with some of the drivers that you had 20 years. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Between changes. Back when but, people uh, knew how to drive no, clutches. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah. The, the funniest thing, and I don't know, the, hat, the old Army Deuce and a Half had an odd shift pattern, and you don't know how many times a guy would be learning how to drive it and go from three to five uh, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you'd be like the truck would be shaking yeah. be like, Put the in. right you went from three to five again because it used to be three was down and then four was over and down and five was up huh. so they just would go straight up to five oh okay gotcha. <laughs> all right and that was probably running a um, detroit diesel or something yeah, these, I don't remember. Yeah. This was in the late 80s, and sure. I think these trucks were Vietnam era. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, John, you were talking about the Speedway. What would you think if the Waltons got with the Vandermeers and built a combination complex east of the twenty of the E470-70 interchange out there? That would be fine. Where they could... Yeah, where they could share the parking. I, I think that would be that ideal way. because typically the racing season isn't going on during football season. There is occasions it, where it is, but even by then, the big events for you know the for Bandemir would be done by then. Yeah. Uh, as you get into the fall months, things are starting to taper off, you know, because of weather and right. temperatures and so on. I, I think it's a fabulous idea, and you know, and again, we have no idea the behind the scenes conversations that may or may not be going on. But yeah, to me, 
getting an entire complex where you've got like a mini sports city where you've got, you know, all of the football stuff you want to do. You could build some other events around that. You could have a, a road track, a circle track, a, a, you know, a, a drag strip built into one of the two of those, by the way. Sure. All sorts of ways you can make that happen. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But my question then would be, that land that I'm talking about, and I've driven by it a bunch of times, looks like that's unincorporated county land. That I don't know. I'd have to get a map out and look, John. I have no idea. But that's the. if I was looking at it, I'd be looking to build an unincorporated county land and tell all the cities to go with their taxes and building codes and just go with the state codes, which you can get away with in the counties. You can. Um you can, although some of the advantages of being in the cities is you have better services, sewer, water, so oh, on. It's right. part of the issue Bandemir has right now and why there's some of their facilities are just not that great is there's no sewer and water up there. That's the one downside they have now. Right. Uh, the other thing, though, you can, if you think about it, they've got that line that um, runs from Union Station out to the airport, and it makes that it turns off it, like it runs parallel to 70 right yeah. just to about Pena. right uh-huh. you could they could extend that line they could they could tap in but boxes. again now you're talking you've got to be in a city in the rtd district mm-hmm. and so on to be able to make all of that well, happen not saying that couldn't be done john but your unincorporated yeah. status would would not be there if you did that yeah well who would that be would that be aurora, aurora at that point yes city? Yes. Because I would love to know, and this is just for me, I know this isn't Tribe Radio, how did DIA be part of the city of Denver? They annexed all that land in at that sure. time. Before yeah. they built the airport, they went out and bought but, it and annexed it. Anything, I think yeah, but, anything east, or any, I'm sorry, anything north of I-70 is Denver still, I believe. Well, well it depends on where you're at, because Gaylord is Aurora. Yeah. Okay. Because so part of that along those, that area is, is Aurora, not City of Denver. They didn't do all of the land. Uh, There's pieces there that are Aurora. Okay. And that's how Gaylord so, got past because uh, okay. Denver wouldn't let Gaylord go in, so Gaylord went to Aurora and said, "Let's build it there instead," and they did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So because yeah. it's a patchwork. All the hotels right. on yeah. All the hotels on 40th there that run parallel to 70 yeah. are all uh, addressed Aurora. Yes, I believe that whole area in there is Aurora. Yes, I think you're correct. Yeah, and you get anything? Okay, a lot of that Tower Road from from you know Pena to 70 on Tower that's going south. A lot of that is Aurora. Okay, I was thinking it was Denver just because. Denver, uh, you know, of course, keep in mind back when they bought all of that, they already had a huge expense as it was, and they may just have not had enough money to. You know, do the annexation and all of that, and or just didn't have the foresight. Yeah, right. Makes sense. So, John, I know it's Tribe Radio. I got one last question for you. You said you cut the cord with Dish. Yes. How long did you sit on hold to cut the cord? A long stinking time. (laughs) And it was a process. I had to go through a... Initial call of cutting it, and then they were like, well, we'll reduce your bill down to nothing. We'll give you kind of a standby thing for three months, blah, blah, blah. It was a three-phone-call process to get rid of it, John. Wow. Okay, because I, I hung up after 15 minutes. I looked at their uh, website and when their call center, because you can only cancel it over the phone. Yeah. And that I don't know if that's a rush to reason pet peeve. But companies who sign you up and then make you call to cancel. Yep. You can do I, 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 no, that is a huge pet peeve of mine as well. Fully agree. 
Yeah. All right. So I'm going to try tomorrow morning at oh dark thirty. Maybe I'll get through something right. in less than two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can. Understand. Hey, John. Have a great weekend. You do the same, John. Appreciate you very much. We'll take a break. Mick and Westminster, hang tight. We'll come right back. Question of the day: What is the best car inventions? Auto inventions, I should say. Somebody said the car and the pickup, and I had another texter say fuel injection. Or sorry, email came in. Fuel injection and adaptive cruise control. Cannot argue either one of those as well. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them, and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents, so put this number into your phone. 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. 
Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, some text messages have come in, by the way. Somebody said Denver did what they called flagpole annexation to get the DIA land. Not sure that's even legal anymore. I have to look up what that flag, I think I know what that means. They just went straight out from the city in a flagpole direction and annexed Everything they wanted yeah, and I just did that. Don't know, and I think that particular texter is right. And also said, putting the facility out of the city is asking for a lot of problems with the EPA. You'd have to have your own waste treatment plant. EPA watches those. If you have a city, by the way, they're doing that, and they're the buffer to the EPA. I couldn't agree more. You are 100% correct. That's why probably you're going to have to either annex into the cities. You know, wherever that happened to be, even if you find some land out of the city, part of that process would be to get annexed in. And again, why you're not going to see a track this is my prediction. You're not going to see a track for at least three years. I could be completely wrong in that. You might be able to see it in two, but they've already said they're going to take next year off. So even if they took next year off and did a lot of planning, you're two years getting a track built from that point. So Well, that's just getting it built, but approvals and planning and yeah, everything else we were just talking about. I, all the, yeah, folks. All the infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, a, it's a three- to four-year project, in my opinion. So yeah, you, there's no more tickets left for the weekend. If you haven't been out and seen them, you're not. You're going to have to go somewhere else and watch them because you're not going to see a big event like Mile High Nationals at Bandemir ever in that location. And if it happens again, it's going to be, in my opinion, several years down the road. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Mick in Westminster, you're next. Morning, John. Good morning. Morning. Uh, yeah, on your on your topic for today, uh, somebody else stole my thunder, and I super agree with them. Uh, uh, fuel injection, yeah, yeah, super, super agree. Innovation. And also, and also with the adaptive uh, cruise control. And, and really quick, Those Mick, things. let me add to the on the fuel injection because this particular individual didn't spell it out, but I think they did mean this electronic fuel injection, not the old mechanical ones we used to have, because the mechanical ones in some cases weren't a whole lot better than a carburetor at the time. Right. The new electronic fuel injections are... hmm. Adaptive strategy, everything along those lines has just made such a difference in reliability, performance. Longevity of the engine. And not just fuel injection, uh, direct fuel injection. On the newer cars, I mean, you're getting 300 horsepower. The power band is huge. Right, exactly. Yeah, you have no... Yeah, I mean, it's just such a yeah, big difference, I, yeah. I super agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, I heard the tales of uh, particularly like the late with the Tri-Fives and the VET and that uh, yeah. mechanical fuel injection <laughs> would be a real problem, child. Yeah. I mean, when you got, got them Well, and real quick, as a, side, as a side note, Mick, there were only a few technicians around the country that could even work on the Corvette fuel injections back in the day. Right. Wow. Yeah. Hey, well, you, if you could afford afford a vet in that time, you know, six thousand dollar car when passenger cars were fifteen hundred, two thousand. I was going to say yeah. a third of that. Yeah, right. you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had the money to play. That's for sure. Um, 
you know, and then uh, with the uh, with the uh, uh, adaptive uh, cruise control, that's really I got to test drive that out. We had uh, my wife inherited a car from uh, a relative passing, and we had to do uh, Wyoming uh, early December last year. Uh, from <laughs> was it I eight I eighty east oh, to west? Yeah, I mean west west to east. To come back to Colorado, we didn't have change to go over I seventy at that time. And uh, yeah, with as long as you realized the boundary with uh, with eighteen wheelers, you know, not letting them, those guys can't help it if they're lugging up the hill. Sure. Right. You got to you got to start to get around and left hand lane them to right. retain your uh, right. momentum with the Correct. adaptive. But once I got used to that, it it was a pretty decent. Oh, they were great. Oh yeah, no, Mick. I, know, I, yeah, not going to argue that one at all. Yes, I'm not a techie, but I learned how to semi manage them in a. It works. It, it, it really takes the the work. Your your steering is really all you're doing at that point. It takes a lot of the work out of driving. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were doing out of necessity. We were doing a thirteen hundred mile one way trip, and that was with with chasing uh, having uh, that river climate chasing us from Salt Lake City. And we finally we finally pulled off at Evanston. Uh, uh, it just uh, just uh, not. Uh, you know, white out to get stay in white out conditions, mm-hmm. but that stuff it worked really well. Uh, and one last little thing I want to bounce off you guys: uh, Do you have an opinion on these uh, uh, headlight clearing uh, formulations? The polish. Yeah, yeah. Are they are they do they actually work? They can. They it depends it? depends on how bad the lens is. Uh, in a lot of cases, it can. Some, if the lens is bad enough, and put a lens it, in it. Yeah, you'll have to put a new assembly in it. But if 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 it's just starting to have an issue, if you use that, you get it pretty clear. Put some wax over it. Get the UV protection on there. A lot of times it can last. If the plastic is degraded enough, you know it might last a couple of weeks, might last a month, but okay. it's gonna continue to fail. I agree with Ken yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. But that yeah, that's just in you guys' uh, experience. That's just yep. if you're getting a yeah. start light light degrading. Yes, uh, on it. Yep. Then, but if it's it's kind of advanced, it's it's, it's yeah pretty much useless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, some, and real quick, some okay. of the advantages you get depending upon the make and model of the vehicle, there are better headlamps made for a lot of the earlier vehicles where you've got some of the technology that's now in the late model headlamps that you can adapt into some of those early headlamps to where it's not even necessarily just getting the clear lens back in it, but doing an upgrade at the same time, which is now available in a lot of cases, Mick. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just ballpark. What's uh, say for a 14 year old vehicle, just generally uh, to do a, double replacement on the, the headlight assembly what would you guys say or is it even feasible to find something like no, that parts cost a couple hundred, a couple hundred a headlamp or under depending upon the the make and model of the vehicle 150 to 200 depending upon the make and model yeah per per, okay, per yeah. light yeah and depending does the bumper have to come off correct yeah like that. i'm talking but the i'm talking y- parts just not the, the labor yeah, side right, just exactly. parts exactly yeah yeah you can you can okay. shop those anywhere from yeah a couple hundred to one, one to two hundred yeah. is the range on lamps depending yeah. upon the make and model of the car yeah okay and that's that's even with that uh, newfangled uh, it's type yeah. that you're yes. talking about yeah. yes. they're in that range yes yeah. okay okay yeah I, I just curious you know I, I've looked online to see, see 
people's opinions, but I want somebody in the industry to give me their Only by their high quality. On. That's yeah. the other thing when it comes to everything we just said. There yeah. is low-quality imports and high-quality, only by high-quality. The C-A-P-A, I believe, is They're what the good it's ones. called. Those are the good ones. Those are good those ones. Are, yeah, those are certified to a, a certain extent yes. to where they're and, and close there, to OE. And there are some that are not. Right, and there's, yeah, and you'll see the price difference. Huge. Yeah. Half. Huge price difference, yeah. Half, exactly. half as much. Okay. Stay away from those. Yeah. Okay. And at the, the one you just mentioned, CAPR, those are more UV resistant and maybe a higher grade. Just a higher quality product, all around. Yes. Urethane or plastic. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, in, in, they're made to last longer. You know, if you're only going to have the car for another year or two, you know, you might be okay with going with the, the less costly ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got pretty low mileage on it and if i can baby it and it's yeah. nice not to pay the rip off high insurance and high plate uh, sure. fees you know so yeah well, I, and, i'll probably try to baby it probably more than that okay well and, and some of them come with guys. bulbs some of them don't so i mean you know you gotta keep that in mind too you know it might be good to replace the bulbs if if it doesn't come with bulbs in the assembly okay okay just uh look up the product uh, yeah description and make sure it either doesn't include bulbs or yeah. does and then make uh make uh, make a decision there if, yeah because i mean you can transfer them from the old ones you, you don't have to yeah it's just it just depends on how you want to go if they're a, if they're a challenge to put in if you, the bumpers have to come off things along those lines i would go with all new bulbs but you know that's just because you're there and you you know you definitely don't want to have to pay you know another couple hundred dollars in in two weeks or a month if a bulb goes out so okay i hear you yeah it's like replacing a water pump if you dug into the yeah. dug in to replace some of those guts you might as well put the water pump in and exactly. okay that makes yeah. sense yeah okay well i appreciate it again you john bet, uh good advice you're and welcome excellent show always thank you mick no show. appreciate yeah, it very much you. as always thanks for calling perry and gary you guys hang tight we'll come right back don't go anywhere this is drive radio klz 560 Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie, distributing your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to get a little controversial. Because, you see, if you're anything like me, when you learn to drive, you learn that when you see a merge or lane ending sign, you should move over as quickly as possible. And all those other knuckleheads flying past you, well, they needed to pay better attention. It turns out that most drivers change lanes too early when they see a merge sign, thus causing a speed differential and a traffic backup. What traffic engineers and experts actually recommend is staying in your lane as long as possible before merging and merging at what they call the zipper point. Thanks a lot, Dad. Studies show that by just merging at the zipper point, traffic delays and backups can be reduced by as much as 40 to 50%. I know, I know, that feels like cutting to the front of the line, but the truth is, it's just the right way to merge. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week.
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it very much. Perry and Aurora, you're next. Hey, Perry. Hey, me? Yep, that's hey, you. Ken, I, hey, Ken. Hey, Ken. Uh, uh, hi, John. Uh, I'm, how, how are you, you sir? Oh, I'm doing okay. Hanging Good. in there. Good. Yeah. yeah I had a, a question for Ken there. Yeah. Looking forward to get, getting the beast in at the end of the month for repairs. Um, when everything blew up, and the alternator was smoking and sparking. I think I was seeing smoke come off the battery terminals, too. Uh, that could be. Implies, yeah. That implies a dead short. How could that be? Some, couldn't, shouldn't something fuse before that happens? Well, kind of like we were talking earlier, if it's a dead short between the or in the alternator itself, there's typically no fuse on your particular vehicle. There's no fuse between those two. So it would be the wire itself that would be getting hot, and of course it's going to be hot at the terminal as well as the alternator itself. It's just um, so rare that that happens, you know, is the only thing. Yeah, I mean, I would think maybe the, the rectifiers would blow. Uh, yeah, and well, I mean, it's a solid wire, so, yeah, it's not, <laughs> unfortunately, it's it's not typically the, something that happens, but... You know, if something, you know, internal, like if the battery was low and the alternator was working too hard or something, like I said, that doesn't typically happen. But, you know, because your car's what, a 2008? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, you know, a lot of things can happen over the years that, you know, maybe something, a, a bracket or something loosened up or 
who knows and and made a direct short in there but yeah really hard to say yeah i've always had i've had questions with that dang thing for years now as, as far as the alternator goes yeah but you know i mean it, it all checks out spec wise and, and everything but it maybe just something finally like you said broke yeah and and went yeah um, or, a, or even a wire rubbing through too so you figure if it's running that wire gets rubbed through on a on a bracket or a short or something. The alternator is going to be working double time to try to charge the battery, and the of course the battery shorted out anyway. So it's going to be pulling a lot of power. So yeah. Well, yeah, we'll find out. Um, yep, exactly. Yeah. Pray for the the best, and That's it. Hope, hope for the least. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, well, I was wondering, Ken, is your shop in Arapahoe or Adams County? It's Adams, actually. Across the street is uh, Arapahoe. You're right on the line, right? Uh, right on the line, yep. Okay, yeah, I've heard um, closer down to Colfax, a few blocks north of there, is is still Adam, is the Adams Arapahoe uh, uh, division line. Yeah, Colfax so, is the um, is the dividing line, yep. Um, and does, and John, does Extreme Auto still do the headlight polish? Yes, they do. Sure. Yep, sure okay. do. You know about how much they charge, maybe? Or? I don't remember. They were running a special at one time, but I don't know now. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, and I'll give you my top four best car inventions. Let's hear it. Number one's kind of universal, air conditioning. Yeah, we had that one earlier. Yep, that one works. Oh, God. Uh, second, if you haven't had any of these things, too, you, you appreciate them the moment you, you have them. Second, cruise control. Good one. Yeah. And I'll combine these two together because I just really like them. Uh, heated and cooled yeah. seat. Yeah. Cool, too. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's so nice. No, that this time of year, they are a godsend. Yes, yeah. very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're not even Phoenix. And it's That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see you at the end of the okay. month, Ken. Sounds okay. great, Perry. Perry, thanks. Good talking Appreciate to you. it. Thanks. All right, a couple more that came in, by the way. Sealed beam headlamps. Yes, good invention as well. Bob and Aurora says electronic ignition. And Bill and Centennial said intermittent wipers. Somebody also said electric start motors. Okay. And a DC generator. Okay. Can't argue either one of those. Yeah. Right. Used to be you had to hand crank everything. So, all right, another line coming in. 303-477-5600 is our number. Gary in Boulder, go ahead. And if you if you didn't get answered a minute ago, call us back. We'll get your answer here quickly. Go ahead, Gary. Uh, good morning. First off, I live in the county where discharging a firearm is not an issue. Okay. And to solve the squirrel problem, I have a Ruger single six pistol with a Magnum cylinder. Mm, I have one of those. I load that with a CCI 22. Oh, the little WMR, shot shells? Yep, shot yeah, shells. Nice. One, eight, one eighth ounce of number 12 shot. The downside is that the kill range is limited to about 20 feet. Okay. If they're within 20 feet, they're dead. Uh, what, how's, how, you know, it's been a long time since I shot one of those. How noisy is it? They're not too bad. Okay. You know, they're really not too bad. But it, it, it's absolutely works, and you don't have the problem of a normal twenty-two with a one-mile range. Right. Sure. Yeah, no, sure. I, you know what? I forgot about yeah. those. Yeah. Great yeah. advice. Yeah. There, there you go. Try it out. I forgot all about that, Gary. <laughs> as long it. as you live in that county. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there <laughs> are know? counties right, where exactly. the discharge is not a big deal, and he, he's correct on that. So, yeah, uh, Warren in Cheyenne. What's up, Warren? How you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? 
good. Good. You know, I had a issue last weekend. My grandson came up to change his oil. Okay. Which we usually do. And he was in a situation where he took it to the shop instead of doing it. And so he said, we need to change the oil. And uh, I got to looking at it. It's on a Ford Focus. So the drain plug was actually inserted into the oil casing and a little hard to get to, but I noticed that they had rounded off the bolt hit. Mm. Mm. Okay. So I told him, I said, just bring the welder out. And uh, I welded a, a nut on it. Okay. And got it off. Nice. But uh, I told him to, on the newer vehicles, make sure your battery is disconnected. And yes, yeah, yeah, great, uh, great, great, great advice. By the way, yes. And uh, never use a open-end wrench or a crescent wrench on your oil pan uh, drain. Nope. Right. Yeah, that's why it, that's, that's why, why they had do the problem, that. Why you had the problem in the beginning. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and I told him, I, I said, you know, that's why God invented uh, box-end wrenches and uh, socket wrenches. That's exactly right. But I've seen a lot of shops, and I won't mention this one. It's in Louisville, and I know the guy. I went to high school with him. And I'm going, I can't believe this. He put it on with a uh, impact oh, wrench. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I, as you know, that's a no-no as well. Big time. But uh, I've seen a lot of shops that uh, didn't do it. Mm. Mm. And uh, mm. so that's just a, uh update on that. But we finally got it off. No, good. It, good for you, Warren. Got it situated. Good. Good job. And uh, it just, not everybody has that capability, but. No. No, uh, some shops don't even have that capability. So, yeah, you're right. But whatever happens, on newer vehicles, make sure you disconnect your battery. You don't want to fry them chips in no, the right. engine. That's right. Yep. You're correct. So, just an update on that. You're correct, Warren, as always. Appreciate you, man. Thank thank you, brother. You bet you, man. Take care. Love you. Thanks for calling in. Mark and Wiggins, you're next. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, well, now, listening to him, um, I'm curious. Why do you uh, disconnect your battery cable to change oil? Well, he's talking about if you're welding anywhere on a vehicle, unhook the battery. Right. Uh, Okay, okay. Because the, the, the energy generated you know the electricity generated by welding can not always but it can uh cause a problem on certain vehicles uh with you know with the electronics side of it yeah right right that makes sense and i I just wanted to comment real quickly on that that when when i first learned about fumoto drain plugs um i put them on all our vehicles fumoto never heard of those what is that you it's a it's a valve that Ah. um screwed into the bolt hole of the drain plug and then you never ever have to take that plug back out again and you can slip a tube 
over the over the nipple or some of them have a flush for like race cars or you know low profile vehicles uh-huh. and then you just take this little plastic lock off pull the spring down and move it over because it's kind of a locking system so uh-huh. it's accidentally I see that oil while no, you're I see there. that no I like that yeah, and, good idea and drain it and so I've, I've started using that product uh, because I did have a, a plug somehow I somehow while coming down i25 when I was about 18 years old and uh, I noticed the oil pressure drop I pulled over all the oil came out and uh, I saved the engine by just you know getting a tow right. and put the plug in it and yeah. and filling it back up but anyway what I really called was you guys were talking about um, you know your favorite automotive uh, invention and I thought you know the seat belt is fantastic Oh, yeah. um, I, as a kid, remember being in vehicles that didn't have seatbelts. Uh-huh. Yeah, even seat me too. For the belt. <laughs> me too. Yeah, good. Uh, By the way, nobody's mentioned that yet, so good one. Yeah, good one, Mark. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I would sit on like a milk crate or a bucket <laughs> yep. or something. I'd be sliding around in the back of the vehicle. Uh, but yeah. Hey, Mark, when my sister was born, I'm a few years older than her, and she was born in 1970. And I can remember I was the car seat because she got laid in the middle between my mom and me, and I was what held her onto the seat. I was the car seat. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I actually have I, – I do really have a question, though. That's funny. Um, along that lines, though, you guys were talking earlier about somebody called in and said uh, that there's uh, vehicles with air conditioning in the seats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've cool seats. Like, well, not, it's not it's, not really yeah. in the seats, but they duct it into the seat right. is what they do. They blow air in through a vented seat, basically. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So perforated it's a leather off of the air conditioning system to the seat. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Okay. And a lot of them that. will even come on automatically if the temperature is a certain degree inside the car. They just are automatically on when you get in. Yeah. So you get in, fired up. They're on. Yeah. Well, I'm, my vehicle is a manual transmission, so it doesn't have all those fun buzz, bells and whistles. But um, I have been thinking about upgrading to a, a tow vehicle with a super cruise system on it. Nice. Um, because I, I, over the years, I've been hesitant to want to use like the adaptive cruise controls because I've been, you know, grown up as a manual kind of guy. So as I've used it, I've noticed the fatigue level drastically decreasing. Sure. And so I thought, well, maybe I could get a, a pickup truck with Super Cruise, but I can't find one. Um, you try to go on to their website. And the, the, it's it's because of the chip side of it on Super Cruise. Okay, that was my question. Is, yep. is, is it That's why. Or is it something else? Yeah, like no, and that's, it's, a, it's a chip issue, uh, programming issue, I believe, Mark. Um, <clears throat> if it's available and you can get it, is it worth it? Absolutely. Positively okay. worth it, yes. Well, maybe maybe twenty twenty four will have a better. They are. They, anyway. I've got it on this on my Chevy Bolt. Actually, Ken and I were talking about it during the break, and my wife won't use it. She gets all freaked out using it. I use it anytime I'm in the car and we're at some place where it's available, because uh, not every highway has it mapped out where you can use it. But the ones where it is, yeah, it's awesome. It works great. Right, right. I sent you an email earlier. I hope I didn't offend you, but uh, I, I remember you talking about the. Uh, Super Cruise in a, in a previous email, and I noticed on the website when you look up Super Cruise that there's like two different levels. That there's yes. one with like two hundred thousand, you know, mile roads, and another one with four hundred thousand. How do you know? Is that like a, a subscription based deal where you pay for one or the other, yes. or is it vehicle based? One of them. Some of them come with the vehicle. Thanks for asking. You have to really look at what you're buying and the model it's on. 
and some of them are more uh, advanced is probably the best way for me to say that. Yes, there's two versions of that, one that's more advanced than the other. Mine is not as advanced. For example, the Bolt Super Cruise won't change lanes. So like on a Cadillac, for example, an Escalade, you get into it, you turn the, your Super Cruise engaged, you turn the turn signal on to change lanes, it will look around you and change lanes for you. My Bolt will mm-hmm. not do that. Ah, okay. Got okay, it. so those are some of the differences between sort of a level one, level two, I guess is probably the better way for me to say that. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, because it wasn't fully clear on their website. It was No, of, they're a little bit vague on that, and I don't know why. It's not that complicated, or they should just spell it out. Yeah. Well, and, and even when you go through some of the, like, the select items of what's available on it, it kind of seems like it's they're beating around the bush. They with, are. Whether it has it or not. You, I, Mark, you are 100% why. correct. They are, in my opinion. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. you're, you're right. not so wrong in that. I don't know why they don't spell that out better. Okay. All right, appreciate it. Thank you're you you're spot on. No, All thank right. you, Mark. Appreciate that. Felipe, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. No one likes to be that person. You know the one stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy. And make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555. Or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me if you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle give them a call today 
By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, rev up your engines and mark your calendars for the 6th Annual Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. It's going to be an incredible event for car enthusiasts and families alike. Get ready to experience one of the largest car shows in the area. Join us on August 5th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Rocky Mountain Metro Airport, conveniently located at 11905 Corporate Way in Broomfield. Entertainment will be in full swing throughout the day, ensuring there's never a dull moment. Prepare for the thrill of airport flybys, showcasing the beauty of flight. Treat your taste buds to a mouth-watering selection of food options. From live music to engaging activities, there's something for everyone. Don't miss your chance to display your prized vehicle at the car show. Car show entry is just $10, and you can park your classic or unique ride starting at 8 a.m. It's an opportunity to showcase your passion for automobiles and support the Collector Car Council of Colorado. We've got an extra treat for you. Drive Radio will be broadcasting live from the event. Come by and say hello to John Rush and his crew. Tune in, turn up the volume, and join the excitement. So mark your calendars for August 5th. The 6th Annual Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet is an event you don't want to miss. Gather your friends and family for a day filled with automotive wonders, delicious food, captivating collectibles, thrilling flybys, and live entertainment. Remember, car show entry is $10, and spectator admission is just $5 per adult. All funds raised go towards supporting the Collector Car Council of Colorado. All right, we are back. Felipe and Golden, go ahead, sir. Hi, John. How are you today? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm great. I bought a new car. What'd you buy? I bought a Chevy Bolt. You bought oh, a nice. new Bolt. No, I, I bought it new. Okay, so you so you have your current Bolt is what you're saying. Yeah, I have my current okay. Bolt, but, but I bought it brand new. Gotcha. Yeah. And the 12-volt battery kept going dead. And the dealer had it for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't find anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up at the dealer, and I drove about 10 miles, and it went dead. Okay. So I bought a brand-new 12-volt battery. And then I bought another 12-volt battery that I'm using for a backup. And to charge the backup battery, I have it connected to the main 12-volt battery through a diode and a 12-volt bulb. Okay. So a diode lets current go only in one direction. Correct. And it blocks it in the other direction. Yeah. So the backup battery will charge, but if the main 12-volt battery goes dead, it won't discharge. Makes sense. Because I, I, I got tired of being stuck on the yeah. road. So, and like I told you last week, They'll buy that car back and give you all of your money plus some for what you're driving now. You know that, right? Well, I went to the dealer and I inquired about yeah. that, and this was Emick or uh, Stevenson Chevrolet. Okay. The sales manager told me is they'll only give me 
what they think is the fair market value. Well, have them run through it because what their fair market value is a lot higher than what the actual fair market value is. Trust me, you you will come out ahead when it's all said and done. You, you know what the sales guy told me? You know, he made me a real low-ball offer. He's an he idiot. Said, well, Sorry, he's an idiot. Do he doesn't know what he's talking about either. What? I said he's an idiot, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he says, well, we lowered the value because you need a high-voltage battery. I'm thinking, well, pull one in. <laughs> the car's brand new. Fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, that first things first. There is there's a contact number where you have to call them first to get this process started. So um, he has nothing, by the way, Felipe. He wouldn't he know. Has, yeah, he doesn't know because he has nothing to do with any of this right. process at all. Yeah. There is a number you call to get the process started. And once once you do, it just it, it runs like it, it just runs you through the gamut. What What is that number? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. If you email me, I'll dig it up for you, Felipe. Okay, and then uh, will they deduct the uh, rebates I got from the feds and the state? Nope, they do not. That's, again, where the sales guy has no clue what he's talking about. No, they do not deduct that. That's where you come out ahead. That's how you come out ahead. I I will follow up on that, and I'll send you an email. Yeah, the the sales guy doesn't have any idea what he's talking about. He's clueless. And the sooner the better. Yes, the sooner the better. Are are your servers back up? Yes, they are. I tried to download. Yes, they are. Okay, thanks. So just just email me and I'll get you handled, Felipe. Yeah, I'll show you my uh, setup with the batteries at Lapreen. Okay, that's all right. That's, yeah. ingenious. that's still that's cool. Yes, yeah, send that yeah. to us either way. That's yes, great. Yeah. yes. Okay. All right, hey, Felipe. Thank you. You're very welcome, Felipe. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Wayne, what's going on, sir? Hey, how are you, John? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm good. Hey, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about a, an insurance claim, hail claim that I had on my Suburban and that the insurance company was sending me uh, uh, estimating the cost to be much lower than what the actual cost of the repair is. Right. And I e- emailed you to um, uh, have you send me a, the name of your preferred adjuster, and uh, somehow you missed the email. I'm just calling to remind oh, you. I, no, I, sent, I, I emailed back. I can give it to you again, but I emailed it back. Well, I'm driving right now, so I don't have anything to write. So oh, um, if you would, if you'd find that and resend it, because I never got it. Okay, yeah, no, I sent that right back. Matt Matt Stanford is his name, and no, I sent that to you. And and uh, uh, yeah, I've I've got it. And again, if you're driving, it doesn't it doesn't make any difference to give his number out. But Matt Stanford, and yes, I can give that out to you. So if you don't get it again, uh, let me know. But yes, I did email that last week. Very good. I appreciate it very much. You're very welcome. Appreciate it, Wayne. And for all of you listening, if you need a public adjuster. Matt's my guy. No, he's not an advertiser, but he's helped me out a ton, and I don't mind giving him a plug where a plug is due. And if you have any uh, insurance issues at all where you're fighting with the insurance company and you're trying to get some resolve and it's not going well, he is a public adjuster. He will take a percentage of the claim for his fee, but he does all the work, and I guarantee you he will get you more back than you're going to get otherwise. That's why you use a public adjuster. He he takes over the claim, essentially, is what he does. And at the end of the day, it works out very, very well. So we got a minute left. Dave in Westminster, go ahead. Yeah, i got a question on, on vehicles with speed sensors on the wheels. Yes. Uh, are those, do they do it by optics, or is it done by uh magnets or how's that it's a magnetic pickup it yeah. produces a square wave off of the tone ring we call it that's attached to the axle typically mm-hmm. okay and the 
are they generally, if you have to replace one, are they the same on all four wheels, or are they different no. from front and rear? They're all different. Yeah, most of them are different because wire length and things along all those sorts lines. of yeah, yeah yeah even they, even they, certain even certain models of the of a make could yeah. be different right, and some of them are not replaceable individually. You have to replace the whole hub. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. It's different. all intricate. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, just okay. depends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gets me, gets me pointed in the right direction. Thank all right, you you're very, very welcome, Dave. Thank you. We got to take a break. We'll come right back. Top of the hour news. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive radiocom Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.